Hello and welcome to Super Rugby Round 5 Preview Podcast. I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall, a website, podcast, Twitter account and YouTube channel bringing you the best in predictions, rugby predictions and opinion. Don't forget to subscribe on your favourite podcasting app so we can drop into your phone every week and also please leave us a five-star review. Other stars are available, but why would you want to do that? If you want to watch what happens behind the scenes, this show is live on YouTube at 8pm New Zealand time every Thursday. And joining me this week, we have a very South African feel. Um, actually, we went first. We're going to, I'm going to switch the order around from how we went last time. So, Fila uh, is joining me from uh, Grit Sports. How are you doing, sir? I'm good in your softball. Very good, thank you. And uh, uh, you're, uh, just for those who haven't met Fila before, he is actually a referee. So we can ask him all of those kind of law stuff. Um, and uh, uh, in uh, in red, uh, sorry, in Lions territory. And also joining us is the. Man behind the man underneath the yellow cap. Um, it's uh, Jack. How are you doing, sir? I'm well, and you, Paul? Not bad at all. Not bad at all. And so the the yellow cap is um, is actually a Bulls supporter. Which I, I don't know why he has a yellow cap when he supports a blue a blue team. So, um, well, perhaps we'll have a another show another time. Going to the uh, how do we feel come up with grits sports when grits is some sort of south uh, it's some South USA kind of breakfast cereal, um, and we have the 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 yellow cap in blues bulls territory it all just doesn't make sense <laughs> and hello to those in the live chat hi floyded pink and also brett how are you doing yes brett all the way from south africa is joining us and um, so he'll be happy and be able to understand the accents um unlike some of us so kicking us off this weekend <laughs> um on friday night we have the chiefs versus the bulls and as we have a bulls fan on here Jacques, why don't you take us uh, and tell us about the uh, the Bulls lineup they have for this weekend? Uh, um, if I can start with last week, I must say I don't know what happened or what is going on. That should be the question, actually. But look, I think the starting lineup isn't too bad. Um, I can see John has made quite a lot of changes, um, positional changes as well. Um, I'm starting to really wonder about this Andre Pollard at fly-off, you know, after we saw him at inside center against the Lions, which I really thought was, uh, it actually worked as far as I'm concerned. Um, but I can understand that there's a bit, he's only got Marnitz, Bosov, and um, so, you know, the depth there isn't too much, so it's a very stage of the game i think it's a very risky thing for the bulls <clears throat> especially if you know marnitz isn't available you know injured or whatever the case may be um my honest opinion i think the bulls will put up a good fight maybe in the beginning or something but i think it's going to go the same way it's gone the last few years um it will fight away and the chiefs will ultimately probably win this Although I haven't whoa, been whoa, very whoa, convinced whoa. about get, get, the Chiefs yet. You're getting onto all this kind of prediction stuff before you've even gone it gone, gone through the team. <laughs> I mean, slow down, Well, Carl. there's not much to say, Paul. I mean, Jeepers, you know, my team is dropping me badly. Yeah. I mean, we go from the Hurricanes, throwing the ball around like crazy. And then I think we did very well against the Lions until a certain Mr. Van Vestas and Rasta Rasavenge got felt they needed some, you know, airtime for themselves. And then um, and then last week happened. You know, I don't know which I don't know which Bulls team was that that got got let loose there in Brisbane. But anyway, let's just keep that. 
Yeah, and I think to, to me, it's, it's, got, it's, it's quite an experienced um, starting lineup. Uh, uh, if you look at the back line, uh, Gallant's got thirty. Uh, sorry, got twenty-one caps. You've got Ismail thirty-one. Creel, see forty-eight caps going towards his fiftieth. The captain, um, Obadal comes back with thirty-four caps. Andre Pollard with thirty-four caps. I mean, it's, it's a pretty experienced back line. Again, uh, if we look at this, the, the the pack again, they've all got um, quite a few caps. But when you get to the bench and you come on to places like uh, Van Vuren, eight caps. Um, Akbala, uh, if he plays, uh, it's his debut. Uh, Van Staden, three caps. Papier, three caps. Libok, uh, it's his his debut. It looks like a very thin uh, a thin bench to me. But uh, sorry, if I, you know, sorry if you don't mind. Um, I, I hear what you say, and, and you know, caps aside, I mean, I think we need to look at the form. Galant is just, I don't know, he hasn't impressed me so far this season. Um, I don't know what's going on there. He's he, Maybe it's just still getting out of rustiness. He's only he, he came off the bench against the Lions. Um, was a bit of a no-show. Sorry to be very frank. Um, against the Reds, he was a bit better, more involved. Um, so let's hope maybe this, you know, maybe this will be the game where the season ignites. We really because we really really need him, and I think as South Africans we know what his potential is because we saw it last year. But this is this is actually the year where he's going to have to prove himself, you know, um, super rap because last year was Curry Cup, um, he's top try scorer for the Curry Cup and all that, but this is super rap. This is a whole different ball game. So we 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 need to find out if Galant is the guy that we are looking for because we know what his potential is, but he needs to show it. Um, so I, I, Sorry, I forgot the one. I can't. I know Phil had some points to make. Can't Phil? That's, yeah, yeah. Maybe go as, as a Lions supporter. What, what, what are your thoughts on the on the Bulls, um, the Bulls lineup? You know, you know. I think the, the 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 Bulls are actually not doing that bad from what I'm seeing. Um, I mean, last week though, I think they were quite unfortunate. I mean, they they did the the small things right. Um, they actually dominated up front. They they scrumming was good. Their lineups was good. But uh, I think maybe a bit of jet lag uh, set in in the later stages of the game. I mean, you're playing the the Reds at home, so you kind of expect that from a team that's traveling from South Africa all the way to to Australia. But uh, and now they had to fly to to New Zealand for to play against um, the, the the Chiefs this weekend. So. For me, when it comes to the caps and experience-wise, I think they've got the right the right team, and they're building on that. Um, I think the guys will have learned a couple of lessons uh, from playing against uh, <clears throat> from playing against the Reds. I mean, to go to to play a full eighty, not just sixty minutes, and then and then you 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 rest on your laurels, basically. So, I mean, for me, I think against the Chiefs, if they can try and dominate up front. The Lions will be, I mean, the, the, the Blue Bulls will, uh, will stand a chance. But uh, like John Mitchell uh, said uh, against the uh, Hurricanes, that when you play against New Zealand opposition, you must be able to go toe-to-toe, -to -toe, uh, pound for pound, for full 80 minutes. You can't just play 60 and think that, no, now it's time to relax. So you have to go full out 80 minutes performance, an 80-minute performance, and actually make sure that you grind out those small things. Rack time, uh, uh, set piece, uh, scrums and lineouts. So if you if you focus on those parts and you make sure that you get your ball, you don't lose ball at uh, in at a point of contact, and make sure that 
I mean, even when Haaland comes into the team, you can see a bit of spark when he starts joining the backline at first receiver at times. Because I feel like Borsov doesn't really ignite that uh, that that uh, that Bulls uh, backline. So when 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 Haaland just moves, when Haaland moves from fullback and comes in at first receiver, there's a bit of spark there. You can see a little bit that the guys are actually are getting good 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 go good go forward ball. Yeah, Brent also puts in here that, that uh, Helant's looking uh, a bit flat-footed. Looks like he's lost a yard or two, not not quite up to, up to full speed yet. Um, but that's we, we should we should move on to having a quick chat about the the, the, the chief side because um, we're already near a third of the way through the show and we're still on the first team. Um, the <laughs> um, having a look at the chiefs, there. That's the only thing that matters. I know, Jacks. None of the other teams really matter, do they? Um, the um, uh, looking at the Chiefs, one obviously they they had like some like fifteen uh, or so injuries uh, players out through injury. Uh, so we yeah. are looking at some uh, uh, so Adrian Ross and uh, Tarvo are the starting props with eight and two caps, um, and then you've got guys coming off the bench with only one cap between the two of them. So you're right up front, especially at scrum time, is going to be a time where the Bulls can take advantage and need to uh, take advantage um, at that point uh, because there is definitely some inexperience there on the. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, amongst the amongst the Chiefs, uh, and it's going to be interesting to see how Falcon goes in his second uh, his second start um, at at at, uh, at number ten. Um, I, I'm not sure. Are you happy to see David McKenzie at number fifteen, or or or, you, or are you more scared about seeing him at ten? For me, I think McKenzie, uh, but it, it it doesn't do too badly at at ten. But I mean, at times he, he tries to he tries to do too much, like throwing the ball around. Mm. So when there's when there's a pass, yes, do do make the pass. But when there's when there's people, when there's defense is is right up in your face. I mean, there's no need to be throwing the ball around. Take it in, set, settle, reset, get the rug set, get the rug formed, get the ball out again. But sometimes he just throws the ball around for no reason. So maybe at fullback he'll be much safer. But uh, It'll be interesting to see how uh, I think it's Tian Falcon that's playing at, uh, at at Fly Off this weekend. Yeah, so he's also quite a special player as well. So the Lions number, I mean the Bulls number ten needs to be needs to up the, up his game. The, the Bulls backline, anything, anything. It's it's usually their forwards that do the work, and you see a lot of your 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 Sneeman and your and your Diaga, mostly either at first receiver or second receiver. So they actually get the good go forward ball for the Lions because they're nice and big, so they go over the advantage line. But we need to see the flower of, of the Bulls actually getting the line to move. Try something, I mean, be, um, be innovative, uh, have imagination. Um, let's showcase the skills that the Blue Bulls have in the back line. I mean, we've got Andre Pollard who started playing what international rugby in 2014. It's four years later, and we still haven't seen any spot from him. So, I mean, listen to that backline. To, to, to be fair, he's, he lost the whole season with a, with a broken shoulder. Um, so, um, he's only, so whilst he's had three, four seasons, he's only played three of them. But, um, yeah. but uh, yeah, I think what we're going to see, see see on see on Friday night is the is the Bulls trying to hold on to the ball. They're not going to want to kick to, kick to, to, to Jamie McKenzie um, deep. I think they're going to hold off the ball, and we're going to see the Chiefs trying to have as much broken players, uh, trying try to make the Bulls play from deep and force the Bulls into mistakes in their own half. 
Um, I think yeah. that's what we're going we're to we're see. Um, both teams have got weak benches. We've talked about the Bulls bench. Quickly talking about the Chiefs bench. Um, they only have one player on their bench that has got more than 10 caps. All the rest of them um, uh, have uh, – they've got um, three players on one cap. A guy hasn't got any. Another guy has got two caps. It's a very inexperienced bench on there. I think so for both teams, when it comes to that last that last quarter of the game, um, they yeah. can't expect the bench to come on and win it for them. Um, they've got to have had the uh, – both sides are going to want, want to have the lead going into that last 20 when all the subs come on because they just don't have um, – yeah, they just don't have the uh, – uh, the experience to come on and, and, and turn a game really some of them might do but you don't really know what you're going to get because they are all rookies yeah, yeah. I say, um, you, you're giving me some hope yeah for some weird reason i don't know but uh, as a south african i must remind myself we are playing against new zealanders yeah who are just artificially intelligent rugby players by birth so you know as they can all have zero caps, and they probably will still beat any South African team almost. For probably the Lions. Look at that face. It says it all. <laughs> no, I think you're right. All, all Kiwis have, have sort of three parents, mum, dad, and a rugby ball. Um, but, the, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. Okay, into predictions time, guys. I've gone uh, Chiefs by 10. Um, what, what, are your, what are your views? I'll go Chiefs by 8. Uh, Jacques? Yeah. Um, my prediction <laughs> might change later. I don't know. I'm going to have to think about this, but I'm going to... I'll go Chiefs by six. Just, oh, dear. I'm pushing I did, I did, here, but I think it could be more. I didn't so I didn't manage to give you enough confidence to uh, um, uh, to, to, to back your, 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 your no, team. No, no. I said my, my prediction might change. So read my preview later. <laughs> so... Um, there isn't a uh, there isn't uh, yeah absolutely check out the uh, the yellow cap um, rugby blog for for, for for Jack's previews and all this kind of stuff uh, it'll be he'll go into a bit more detail than my than, than my predictions I did the other night which is just literally a one liner in each one um, and uh, so we haven't got an Australian derby, uh, Australian game on Friday night unfortunately so we go on to Saturday where we have the Highlanders versus the Crusaders um, just a quick note folks there will be a live post match reaction to that on the Driving More um, uh, YouTube channel. But it won't be me hosting it. I've got relatives in town, so Ashwin will be hosting um, with uh, with with Herman. It's a with Herman. It's the first time ever that I've had someone else host a show on my on my YouTube channel. So, with my little baby, a little bit so nervous, but I'm sure Ashwin will do a fantastic job. Um, looking at the lineups um, for the uh, any any sort of players jump out at you from the uh, from the the Highlanders. You think going to be influential for the uh, for for the game? Oh. These two sides, I mean, it's a South, it's a South Derby. Um, there's a lot of history involved between the two teams. But for me personally, after after Crusaders losing against the Hurricanes last weekend, I think I mean, I mean uh, the, the Crusaders losing last weekend was uh, uh, a result of them losing the, the two key players like Whitelock and Crotty uh, early in the game. Um, that kind of stabilized their whole their whole system. And now looking against the Highlanders team that that hasn't lost a game, yeah? Correct. They've won, they they've, lost. they've won their first two games, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So they're the only unbeaten side. 
currently. Who else was unbeaten? Uh, the Rebels have also won all, all of their games. The Rebels ah, have won three games. Nobody thinks of Australia today. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Rebels and Highlanders are unbeaten. But uh, I mean, I think Scott Robinson has uh, has instilled a, a very good culture within the Crusaders. So I think they'll bounce back for this weekend. And the Highlanders are still playing at home, so it'll be quite tough for Crusaders. But the last time these two these two teams met, uh, Highlanders, I mean, uh, Crusaders, Crusaders won. Uh, they won in uh, Dunedin and they won in Christchurch, right? Yep, correct. But they, and it was a, a bit of a miracle long-range drop goal from uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that, that was required Quite to win it. Mitch Hunt. By Mitch Hunt, who will be starting, obviously, this weekend. But I have, think... have you seen the difference, though, between how Crusaders play with uh, Richie Mwanga and how different their style of play is when Mitch Hunt is at the pivot? Because there's a huge difference. And when, 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 when Mitch Hunt is there, I don't get to see their, their backline. I don't get to see the Crusaders' backline. And they, 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 t they tend to move, they shift from backline play to concentrate more on their forward play. Because if you look at their first try against the Hurricanes, they started mauling more. They started picking up and going. They started using their the, 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 the big guys as uh, first receivers. And then you, 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 they put all their focus into into their forward play, and then they kind of forget about the backline. That's the difference for me. When Richard Mwanga is playing, you get to see the backline. When Mitch Hunt is playing, they tend to focus more on the on the for, on the forwards. Yeah, I mean, Richard Mwanga has, has definitely got star star factor X factor about him. But to, uh, obviously, he's he's out for a while. So lost uh, Crossy's out with concussion as well. So they've lost their night. They've lost their ten twelve pivot, um, and I think Hunt Bateman in the, in that ten twelve uh, in those 10, 10, 12 jerseys for the Crusaders are going to be the key players in this one, and are potentially uh, and are definitely the weakness in this Crusaders side. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the other side, the other thing I'd like to say um, bef bef uh, before I throw the the, the Highlanders to Jacks is. Um, I'm very disappointed to see Whitelock back. Uh, players who go off having failed at HIA, um, I would like them to definitely be off the following weekend. I don't like seeing players who have gone off for a concussion uh, to come back the next week. And so I'm disappointed he's back um, for, for that purpose. But that is a strong Crusaders pack, and that's where their strength is going to lie. We are going to see lots of mauling from them. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah no, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't really know what to say because... They've lost both teams. You know, they've got great players. I think the back lines are going to be very interesting to watch. Because uh, last week I watched that Islanders Stormers game, and that the Islanders line is really, really looking good to me. Well, that's my opinion. And um, with with Moanga and Katia, uh, that's going to be interesting to see how they're going to how they're going to make up for it. Um, but I think it's going to be a, uh, it should be a tight game. That's 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 all I can see happening here because oh, most of these New Zealand derbies tend to be very close and it's great rugby. That's that's the one thing I know we're going to definitely see. So um, yeah, no, I think this is going to be the, uh, the the Highlanders team. Obviously, they've got their six All Blacks. So they're four All Blacks in in uh, Aaron Smith, Sopoanga, uh, uh, Ben Smith, and N Naholo. All, all in the side. Now, the point about that is they're all backs. 
Um, and it, so to me, this looks a bit like the Crusaders forwards versus the Highlanders backs. Um, yeah. Because I think that the, yeah, it, it's good that the Highlanders have got Ash Dixon, Elliot Dixon back. That'll help them. But um, you've got to definitely say you'd rather have the Crusaders pack any day of the week. Um, so I think that's, that's what it's going to come down to. Me, I'm going with the home side by three points. Jacques, which, which, which one and uh, by how many? So I'm going for the Islanders. So, yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to also back them maybe by five. And Filler? Oof. Tough, 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 tough. 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 Um, I'll go with, uh, let me let me go with the Crusaders by three. And uh, Floyd in pink has gone Crusaders by 12. Brent's gone Crusaders by two. So uh, in the chat, they're going Crusaders, but uh, yep, we're, we're, we're split on the show. Uh, we then head over to Australia for Brumbies versus the Sharks. Um, the Sharks haven't named their lineup yet, but for me, they've yeah. been disappointing this season. Do you think going on tour is going to help galvanise them get away from home, or does it, uh, or, or, or is the, the airfare going to hurt them again? Uh, for me, mm -hmm. the Sharks have always been... Uh, one of the best uh, traveling sides in South Africa. So, I don't know. I think the, the Brumbies are also struggling. Eh? Um, so, it's two struggling teams that will be playing against each other this weekend because I don't really, I didn't really take any anything special out of the Sunwolves win from last weekend for the Sharks. So, I think this will be a true test. Um, their first test was against, was against the Lions. A true test and against the Waratahs, well, they were quite iffy. And then Sunwolves can't really take much out of the Sunwolves game, but I think this will be another true test uh, after the Lions game to see where they where they actually are. Uh, is there any improvement after losing to to the Lions? Um, I mean, uh, Dupre did say the coach. I mean, did say that they're still making the same mistakes. Um, that they made uh, against the Lions, hence they lost against the Lions. Um, and it'll be interesting to see where they put uh, Toy. I mean, will they put, will they put him at, at loose head? Where he struggled against the, I mean, at tight head, where he struggled against the Lions. And after that, they actually put him back to his normal position. So it, it seems like they're also not, they, they're also not um, finding the right people in the front row because I mean Aka van der Merve also started at two last weekend he had a stormer but he doesn't start against the more serious sides so it's also interesting it'll be interesting to see who they start in their front row which will be crucial but very very important for a South African team playing against an Aussie team knowing that South Africans are more bulkier and don't like to dominate up front and would they battle with the shots backline? I think they won't, be, they won't change much. I think it will still be the same backline. Um, they've got exciting backs. They've got exciting. They've got very, very exciting players. I don't know whether whether Dupree will start with his son at ten or will he start with uh, with Bosch, um, Cohen Bosch. So they've got an exciting backline. They've got the players that they've got. They've got the cap they've got a capable squad to beat any side actually, yeah. but the problem lies within the structures during game time, so and the player's psyche, I guess. So yeah, I, 
The, I think up front is where the, I think they could probably get away with um, trying him again at loose, at, uh, at loose head uh, because or tight head, sorry, um, because the Brumbies are missing uh, their first and second choice hookers. So scrimmaging wise, yeah. I don't think they're going to be that strong. Um, so their, their their starting hooker, it's his first, it's his debut as run on, um, and they've also got um, they've got a rookie on the bench as well. So there's that definitely the the set piece is an area that um, that I would be targeting if I was a Sharks. But it's, um, it's interesting seeing Leofano has moved to 12 rather than 10. So there's plenty of playmaking ability uh, in this side and decision-making. Uh, I guess they're going to be looking at trying to stretch the uh, the Sharks as much as possible and try and get their, try and get their forwards to be running around. Um, it's, it's, it's my guess is how they're going to try and play this one. If I can just throw something in here. Um, what was interesting, sorry, interesting about the Reds-Bulls game was to see how the Reds, after the first two weeks, uh, how poor they were looking compared to when they were playing the Bulls. It's almost the, the game just was amazing from the Reds. I mean, they, it's like they upped their game completely. Um, they were a much better side than any of the previous rounds. And I would, it's gonna, I would actually like to see if this is going to be the same case with the, the Brumbies. Um, if they will, because they've been poor. I mean, I, I honestly, I hear what Pila says and all that. Um, I know the shots weren't actually that good against the Sunwolves, even though they got to 50. It's just, I don't think the Brumbies are that are that good, honestly. I don't think, and I'm sure the Sharks are going to win this easily. But I could be wrong. That's why I would like to see, That's why I'm curious to see if the Brumbies are going to do the same as what the Reds did against the Bulls. Are they going to lift their game? And are they going to actually look a better side than they have so far? Um but it was also something it was, I would. It was easy for the Reds to lift their game after they've had a guy, a guy red carded in the first game uh, and a yellow card. So I mean, they, they they were starting from a very low point and from an artificially low point. So you could see how they could raise their game. Whereas the Brumbies have had three games, admittedly all on the road. It's their first home game of the season, um, but they've had their full team. And they've been able to. They 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 should have been able to play um, to their maximum ability. They haven't been missing players for whole games for red cards and stuff. So I I. I don't see the upside that I that, that you're talking about that we that the Reds had. Yeah, well, like I said, it's just, I'm just curious to see if they will, but I doubt it. Um, the other thing that I've started to notice is like I think with Robert, the coach, the um, Dupriya, um, to if you think back to when um, Cohen came into the Sharks side, he was very re- reluctant to give him a start until. Cohen eventually proved himself. And I, I almost see the same thing happening with um, Akir van der Merwe at the moment, um, who, who made a very big, big decision in his rugby career to move from the Lions to the Sharks, where he's finding himself more on the bench, unfortunately, than in the starting lineup, although we saw him last week. Um, so I'm hoping that he's going to get another start because he's, I think he's proved himself. I and mean, everyone knows. What talent is, is, is a super, super hooker. He's not a Malcolm Marx, but for the Sharks, I think he's really, really good. And I mean, I'd actually, if I was Robert, I would actually dare a bit with Cohen at 10, maybe. And if he has to play Robert, you know, um, why not chuck him in at 15? I mean, they have, what's been nice to see is how the two have been playing together. It's really, really nice to see how they complement each other and how they are willing to actually play together as well. You know, they you can clearly see how they're using each other's strengths and abilities. 
but do you know? Yeah, it was, wasn't Bosch. I, mean, I think Bosch was on the on the bench the first two games. Um, so it was only in the latter part of the game when he's come off the bench they've actually played together. I can't remember whether he started or whether he was on the bench last time. Um, no, he started. He started last weekend, did he? But um, 15, I think the last two games he started at fifteen. Okay. No, it's just the first. But the yeah, it's anyway. Um, we need to get on to predictions time. I now you guys have talked to me. I think I've got my prediction wrong, but I went Brumbies by three because I was because of the uh, because of the travel factor for the Sharks. Um, you've got me doubting my prediction now, but it's too late. I've I've I've, been, I've gone public with the video yesterday, so I've gone Brumbies by three. How have you done, boys? Oof. Uh, I still believe that the Sharks are travel well. I I really believe they travel well. And they've got the cap of what they've got the players to actually upset the, the, the Brumbies at home. But I mean, last ten minutes, Brumbies should should fire, and oof, it's going to be a close game for me personally. I think it's going to be a close game. I'll say Brumbies by two. A team. Okay, Brumbies by two, and uh, Jax. I think this is a game that the Sharks are definitely targeting for a win, and then, I mean, I'm gonna. I'm going to go Sharks by 10. Sharks by 10. Oh, by two scores. Well, we will see. It's going to happen for them. What? What? <laughs> we did have the first game in uh, South Africa, um, the Stormers versus the Blues. Uh, the Blues coming off that win over the Lions last weekend. Um, so can the, can the Stormers restore South African pride? Uh, they've obviously they've got some um, lock uh, Peter to Steph, Steph to Toit back and uh, Flanker. Um, oh, I can't say this. Vise? Vise? Anyway, however you say it. Lisa. Visa, there we go. Um, just like the credit card, um, Visa credit card. Um, yeah, but we, we don't have the we don't actually have the official squads yet. Um, but uh, what, what are you expecting from the Stormers against the Blues? Stormers well, are um, traveling. Go for it, Philip. Are you going? No. All right. Well, Stormers are traveling back from uh, a horrible, 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 horrible. Jesus, been horrible. Yes. I mean, they, their first game against the Waratahs, they should have, they should have, they should have beaten the Waratahs, I believe. But I think they were quite apprehensive in their in their approach because against the Waratahs, they waited for the Waratahs to come at them, and they they they, they played the <clears throat> the catch up game against the Waratahs, mm. and then last week against the Highlanders, they actually were in the lead at around the twentieth minute. They were, I think they were leading like 15-10 or something like that. And I just don't understand. They just made silly mistakes, first of all. There were, there were, there were, there were kicks that, that didn't go out. The, the, that um, uh, They kicked to the wrong person as well. Um, the halfback was kicking to Naholo the whole time, and Naholo was winning the ball in the air. And when he wins the ball in the air, he beats his first uh, defender. And now already everyone is on the back foot. But nonetheless, there were too many mistakes from the from the, from the Stormers. They could have won at least two games, I believe, uh, because against the Highlanders it was a 50-50 game, which they just crumbled in the last what 10-15 minutes of the game. But uh, coming back from that, I think the morale will not be as high as I would like. I would like them to be, and the bull and the Blues, on the other hand, will be quite stoked that they actually be one of the top performing South African sides last weekend. So 
the level of motivation between the two sides, I think the Blues are on a high, and the, and the, and when the Stormers are, are, are trying to, 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 to regather themselves, and hopefully, hopefully they can put up a good fight this weekend. Um, but yeah, it's going to be tighter. It's going to be very tight. Because the Blues are... On a high, I mean, you're even wearing their jersey over there, Paul. So, yeah, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a blues fan, so yes, for those of you on the podcast, yes, I'm in an, I'm in an old school um blues jersey. Uh, you can see the old rebel when it used to be rebel sports super rugby, um, a long, long time ago. Um, the so yes, it's a long, it's yeah, the old super um, super four teams. So, it tells you how long ago this was. Um, so, yeah. um, yes, um, yeah, no, the blues. Fantastic uh, result for them last weekend. They really uh, so to go over um, and beat a side that's been in the final for the last two weekends, and they were on the road. As on last two weekends, the final for the last two years um, on the road uh, is, is is a massive victory for them. Um, there's a lot of people saying they were very happy with how the Blues kept their head and were cool and calm at the end. There, I disagree. Um, I think the Blues played their normal throw it around game um, and, and and try things, and it just clicked. And they also got a bit lucky. Let's be honest. The 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 the, uh, the Lions in that last ten minutes um, charged down a kick and could very easily have got a try, but he knocked it on. So yeah. um, to try and say this was some sort of cool, calm and collected, uh, like a like an island thirty-two phases followed by a drop goal to win a game. This was not that by any stretch of the imagination. Um, this was them playing uh, catch-up rugby and it clicked. And and so it, it I mean, worked for for a change. So. This isn't a blue blue side coming into the Storms game with a lot of uh, a lot of composure. It'll be they'll have confidence, but it's not a composed side. It's a side that uh, that will try try their arm, uh, and who knows if it will come off or not. But but for me, just to add in there, Paul. Uh, I mean, to, to to play that running game the Blues did in the high felt. I mean, you don't actually see that a lot from New Zealand. They played a full eighty. In the high felt, and that was impressive for me. That was very impressive. For me. That's a very impressive I, fitness, but not necessarily impressive, impressive composure. Uh, yes, Jax. Uh, when I watched when I watched that game, and obviously with the end result, um, you know, uh, I wasn't I wasn't really that surprised because to me, watching the game, I mean, looking at the likes of Sunny Bull, I thought that one of his Bad games. No, you didn't. We didn't see a hell of a lot of the the sunny ball we all, we used we that we all used to. Um, so I don't know why that was. But my conclusion at the end of that game was, um, especially after last year's um, Super Happy Final, with, you know, with the Crusaders, everyone comes to, especially the teams that come to the IFL. Um, there's this thing in in everyone's minds that. Obviously, the altitude plays a big, big factor. I just want to yeah. ask you guys this question: if you if you agree with me or not. But I kind of got the feeling that the Blues almost held back for the first 60 minutes. They made sure that, that they stayed in contact, and then they just said, "Okay, now we're going to empty the tank in the last 20," because they knew that if they if they can keep up for 60 minutes and then give it all in the last 20 they could possibly win this match, which ended up happening. I mean, they literally won the match in the last 10, 15 seconds of the match, which is obviously a full 80 minutes. But I'm just saying, do you guys think that there was a bit of, 
you know, that they held themselves a bit back. They didn't exert themselves as they would normally. And knowing yeah. that they are playing the Stormers at coastal level the following week, which is going to suit them better than a high-felt match. There's no burning lungs and stuff that they're going to have to experience this week coming. So, yeah. you know what? I think this is a plan. The New Zealanders have planned their trips very well. And don't be surprised if some, if this happens again this season. No, no, no. I think I, I, I can actually agree with you, Jacques, uh, on, 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 on that part. Because I think it was at some point, by halftime, the score was, what, 28-10, I think? Eight Lions were leading yeah, by the Lions, the Lions were that far. I mean, yeah. they shouldn't have lost. And, and if you look at it, actually... The, they did kind of hold back a bit because they didn't want to exert a lot of a lot of pressure and run out run out of gas by the last twenty minutes, and the Lions went out flat out. They went flat out, and then they kind of relaxed when they see when they saw the the, the, the eighteen point margin, because then exactly. that already already that already plays a psychological uh, effect on your mind because now you're thinking, okay, we can rest on our laurels because now we've got an eighteen point lead, and these guys are not going to come back. We're playing in the high felt, so we don't expect expect the the, the, the blues to 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 cause any damage. And then on out of the blue, out of the blue, out the, of the blue. just come out of nowhere. They start throwing yeah, the ball around. There were a couple of key scores. Right? The, the the score behalf before half time was was absolutely crucial um, to to pull seven yeah. back there with. Um, uh, with Akira Wani. Uh, and yeah. one of the things you've got to remember about this this blue side is is you've got Akira Wani, you've got Rika Wani, you've got some ser- um, you've normally got Pulu, but obviously he's injured at the moment, but you've got some serious sevens players. So yeah. when it's a dry game, when it's a hard track, when they're uh, able to, um, uh, to, 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 if you give them a bit of space, they can hurt you. Um, what you it's when you've got a wet talking? game and it's an arm wrestle. Then it's going to be a different a different story about learning how this learning really what the character of this blue side is. Sorry. What do you think of Rico at thirteen instead of the wing? Uh, that's where he wants to be. And looking at the options that the Blues have on the wing, I'd rather have him at thirteen because he's better there than Mawala. Um, and when you've got Nanai Duffy on the wings um, and Collins giving a bit more stability at the back, I don't like Nanai at the back. He's just too. I, I just don't feel safe with him there. Um, that actually, yeah. yeah, I think it's a, it's a better option um, for the All Blacks. Um, I probably want him on the wing, but for the uh, for the Blues, I'm happy with him at 13. So um, I'm wearing my Blues jersey. Perhaps this is a bit more heart overhead, but I've gone Blues by three. There's some particularly good comment in the in in, in the chat here that says, "How often have we seen a team punch above their weight one week, only for their socks to fall off and fail the following week?" Yep, Brett, you just, that could very well <laughs> happen here. Yeah. Anyway, I've gone Blues by three. Boys, what are your what what, what are your predictions? I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go blues by seven. I don't think the con. There's. A, I don't know if this. I think the tour did a lot of damage to the Stormers' confidence, and they're also still lacking some key players in Eben and all those. Acts. So, once those guys are back, things might change for them. But, uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, they've got quite a few. Philip. Right. I'll go with. Uh, oof. Auckland Blues by two. Oh, so we've all gone blues. Wow, this is, I'm, I'm a bit surprised by this. This is not so Villa, Villa is bargaining on a Stormer's slight win so that his Super Brew at least gets a marginal point. <laughs> 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 uh, 
uh, uh, some comments in the, in the chat. Now. We're not running late. We're running over. We started on time, so don't worry. Um, we're just, just a longer show than normal. Um, so we're going to zoom through the next one. Um, Philip, I'm sorry, but Lions versus Stormers, there's not really much to say here, apart from the fact that the Lions are going to win by a lot. I've gone Battles. Lions by... So, yes. What did I say? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Jeez, sorry. Like, yes, sorry. It's the Lions versus the Sunwolves. Um, yep. There's not really much to say. The Sunwolves are the only side in Super Rugby that hasn't had a win yet. They're not going to pick one up this yep. weekend. So, no. apart from saying the margin, I don't think there's much to preview here, unless there's a particular player you want to call out. But um, I'm Whoa. going Lions by 35. <laughs> wow. Well, look, they lost by 32 points to the Sharks, and the Lions are better than the Sharks. Therefore, 35. Boys, I'll your say it's, a, it's a South African team, South African mentality. They're gonna they're gonna be overconfident yet they're gonna slip up and they're gonna win easily, yes. I'm not saying they're not they're not gonna win. But 35, wow. <laughs> I say twenty. What did you say? You say twenty, huh? Okay, I'm gonna go eighteen. Jeez, I, I, oh. I'm, I'm the one that's the most uh, most positive of the South African side there. Cool. Um, <laughs> then we have two more games to cover, and we've already uh, we're already ten minutes over. So, um, Haguaris versus the Reds. We, obviously, we've not got no um, squads up here uh, for the Reds. They've decided to tour with their captain, who's come back from suspension, and I've just gone blank as to what his name is. Um, but Lau, Lau the other, that's right, Higginbotham um, has come back into the side, but Lau has or Lau, or how he is pronounce his name. The other guy who got um, banned hasn't gone on tour. So, um, for me, Jaguars at home, I'll give it to Jaguars against an Australian team. I'll give it to the Argentines at home by at least seven points. Uh, and Shaxx? No, oh, it's a difficult one which I haven't really thought about. Um, okay. well, I would like to back the home team. So, yeah, I'll go by two. I'm going to do the super brew thing. <laughs> um, I've got Haguaris by three what I think is going to be important for the Haguaris here just like they did against the Waratahs is to get a good start I think they are a um, a confidence team uh, and that we've seen in the first two rounds when a couple of refereeing decisions go against them if they get a yellow card and they're down they can lose yeah. their heads for a bit so um, being a confidence team I think they need to get that uh, they need to get that lead and, and have a good start if the Reds have a good start um, then I think they're in with a good chance. Um, I think it, it's going to come down probably to that first 10, uh, 15 minutes to see who gets the first couple of scores and if, if one of the teams can get a bit of a lead. Now, for me, I think the Jaguars are they're a good side at home. I mean, it's very difficult to beat them at home. I mean, even the Lions have struggled to beat Jaguars at home. So for me, if Jaguars had to play all their games at home, they would make playoffs, I believe. So against the, against the Reds, I don't think the Reds will... They will trouble them a bit, but I think the Warriors will take this one at home. They, they, yeah. they, they're a difficult team to play in uh, Buenos Aires. I agree. I'm going to hang Warriors by three, but I do think that first, the, the, the first two scores are, are going to be the important piece in this game rather than the rather than other games where it's the last, the last 20 minutes. Um, final game, Waratahs versus the Rebels. The Rebels, the uh, most successful team in Super Rugby so far this season with three wins and no losses. The Highlanders only got two wins, um, so uh, we have we have we have no news. It's all a bit of a all a bit of guesswork. But I will be doing a live post match reaction to this one, and I will be hosting. I've not got a guest yet, but I'll sort that out um, before then. Um, what do you? Uh, so, what what are your thoughts on this game, boys? For me, 
the Rebels have been in fine form. Um, I think David Vessels, the head coach, has, 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 has uh, bought uh, quite valuable players to, 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 to complete the, 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 Rebels, the Rebels team. I mean, Murphy at eight is, has been unbelievable. For the for that forward pack has been very has been unbelievable at, at eight, and then Kenya has been very very good, and he gets that backline going. He knows when to give it to the boards. He knows when to pass it to the backline, and yeah. the, the decision making is 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 is, is quite uh, important. And they actually seem to seem to execute quite well um, from set piece to to, to, to open play. They seem to execute quite well as a, as a, as, a, as a team, even though they lost their they 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 captain. Uh, I think it's Coleman uh, in the in the earlier stages of uh, of Super Rugby, but they still have quite a very uh, uh, a solid a solid uh, solid. They've, they've laid a very a solid foundation, and now it's created in the past three to four weeks. It's created a winning culture. They've run away against the Sunwolves. They've beaten the the the, the Brumbies. They've beaten. <coughs> Uh, and they're unbeaten. I mean, as we said earlier on in the in the in the, in the podcast. So I'm very impressed with with, what, with how the the, the the rebels are playing, and I don't see Waratahs. Oof. Yeah, okay. I mean Waratahs. I'm going to be the voice of reason here. I want to have chat talk talk about these rebels. Okay, everyone's speaking up the rebels and saying how wonderful and how great they are. So far, they've beaten the Reds, who had a man red carded um, and a guy yellow carded as well. And they had a man red card, and both of those were in like the first sort of 20 or so minutes. They've beaten the Sunwolves, who everybody has beaten so far this season as well. And then they've played the Brumbies, who are, who are on their third um, away game on the trot. And again, they beat the Brumbies by scoring three tries when the Brumbies had a yellow card. Otherwise, that game was close. Yeah, so but, but to me, I, I, I don't think these Rebels are quite as cracked up to, as, as people are making them out to be um, at the moment. No, nah, I think I think I think the thing is, Paul. Once you start getting those wins under your belt, that creates confidence. And once mm. you're confident, you go into the next game thinking we can actually win. So you're not gonna you're not going into the game doubting yourself. So I think the Rebels have that culture already now. With, within the first four weeks of Super Rugby, they've got that culture set into the into, into the squad into the into the. Uh, <clears throat> into the into the squad, yeah. So for me personally, I think they've got that winning culture. They're going to come into this game uh, motivated. This, the Waratahs are coming all the way from Argentina, so travel mm. factor might set in within the Waratahs. So the Rebels are going to be, I say, for the taking. Yeah, this is their game to lose. Actually, okay, Jacques, are you so big on the uh, on the Rebels, or or or? You know, I don't know if it's more than the Rebels or the Force because, I mean, Jeepers, that team, and with Dave Vessels there, but he's doing so well. And, um, yeah, I also I agree 100% with Phila, yeah. Um, I hear what you say, Paul, but you know what? It, at the end of the day, wins, wins add to a serious lot of the confidence. The travel factor coming off a loss, nah. I also don't see this game... I mean, it's another Australian derby. How interesting is it going to be to watch? First of all, I'm not going to wake up for that one. Sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm 100% with Filler. Yeah, I, I don't see this game going any other way. 
Okay, I, 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 I do agree with you around the, um, and, and obviously the, the, dog, the dog agrees with you as well. Um, I do agree with you that, uh, that, that travel is going to be bad for the Royal Tars. I do, I, I do understand and agree that the Rebels will be feeling very confident. Personally, I think we'll learn a lot more about them in this game than we have in the last two, last three, sorry. This is the most, I think this is their first test of the season for them, really. Um, the Waratahs, as always, will be down to how Hooper, Foley, Beale and Falau play. It, it, it's yeah. four stars with a, with, with a supporting cast that you can pretty much forget about or not even notice who are there. Um, I mean, Falau sometimes even refuses to, we'll, we'll see a player open, look at him and go, you're not um, either Beale or Foley, I'm not passing to you, where are my mates? Um, so um, it does it comes it, it, it like it's, it's, it's yeah there's four good mates playing together with a bunch of other guys who they allow to be on the pitch with them um, so <laughs> that's a bit harsh but it's going to come down to how those, how, how those guys do um, really I, 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 I'm, I'm going to agree with you I'm going to go Rebels are going to win it but I'm I think it's going to be close I'm going by three uh, I'm expecting bigger margins from you two I'm going to go to Rebels by six by only six. Wow. But, yeah, no, no. I think it, I, I, I do think it will be close, but I just think the Rebels—they've got something going there with Dave and all those force guys. Those that's gelling at the moment are are working well. But I I, I, I agree with you. It's going to be close. But I, like I said, the Rebels to me, I just don't see the Waratahs doing it because they they haven't been convincing at all. I agree, but I think they, they do. They do play the full eighty minutes. They are a team that goes all the way to the end, as we've seen uh, against the, the uh, against the Sharks, um, against the Stormers. Both those games were, were were late tries. They even scored late tries against the Hagaris to, to deny them the losing bonus point. So they will play the full the full eighty. The Rebels will not be able to set their foot off the gas in this one. Doesn't matter how far ahead they get. Um, sorry, and and Philo, what's your Rebels by by five? The Rebels. Well, Floyd in pink agrees with you. He's gone by five as well. Uh, I guess, and as you said, it's a, it's an Australian derby. Is the quality going to be any good? I mean, we've obviously got the one-sided Red Lions versus the Sunwolves, which won't be much for a spectacle. Be, there could be some fantastic tries scored, but it'll be one-sided. It then comes down to which is going to be the worst other game. Is it going to be the Brumbies versus the versus um, the, 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 the Bulls? Is it? I've gone blank. Um, yeah, sorry, the Brumbies versus the Sharks. Brumbies versus the Sharks. Two disappointing sides, or is it going to be the uh, Waratahs versus the Rebels as being the most disappointing game of the weekend? We'll just have to wait and see. Um, cool, guys. Um, um, uh, Fila, um, tell us all about um, Grit Sports and uh, why people should be finding your website, following on YouTube, uh, Twitter, sorry, and all of that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, well, uh, Grit Sports is a. Uh, Interactive uh, sports portal. Um, we focus do it. We focus on making uh, uh, video footage of telling uh, athlete stories. Um, everything else that we do on the side, like your score updates, your current affairs in sports, is just basically to update people that are not aware of what's happening in the current affairs of uh, the sports around the world. So, <clears throat> but our main, our main, our main, uh, our main. Uh, portfolio is telling stories, taking video footage. If you go to our website, www.gridsports.co.za, you'll see, find a lot of footage uh, of uh, South African athletes. And our, our recent video is uh, a Lions player, Hashima Daimani. A previous video is of uh, Apue Janji, who's a Lions wing. 
uh, he's actually doing quite well. Um, so visit our website, www.gridsports.co.za. Yeah. There we go. As, as seen on the backdrop there. Um, so yes, yeah, so go to Grit Sports for the for the behind the scenes, the athletes' real stories, uh, and, and uh, get to know those the players much better. Uh, Jacques, let us know about the uh, the yellow cap. Uh, that's actually a black cap that you have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now thanks for the opportunity, Paul. And um, yeah, we we pretty much we don't do the same as Phil and them. We don't do the videos and stuff, but we try and give our opinion on happenings in the in the world of sport um and then obviously we've got twitter we've got a twitter account which people can follow where we up which we use as our main portal to update people as to what we're doing um, and what's the latest stuff they can read on our website and as i mentioned earlier we'll have our super rugby um, preview on a bit later today so please um, keep an eye on our twitter feed and you'll get all the latest news there Yep, so for the best in South Africa. Oh, sorry, can I just mention one more thing? Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I just, as I will be posting this video on my preview as well, um, yeah. I just want to put a disclaimer that if my predictions on this video and on my preview don't completely agree, it's because I haven't had much time this week to think about everything, but it probably will be mostly the same. Well, one or two results, so keep an eye out. Yes, uh, as, 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 as Jacques is the, the, the aging, aging senile amongst us. No, oops, sorry. No, I'm Jacques. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely am. <laughs> so, uh, I say, yeah, so uh, the Yellow Cap, um, great place for your South African um, opinion on sports, um, more so than, as you say, the stories uh, you get there. I, I think you also covered cricket and other sports. It's not just a rugby site. So uh, all your South African rugby opinion, uh, head over to, um, uh, to, to the Yellow Cap. Hi, um, I've, oh, hi, bye. Um, I've been Paul, the guy behind bye. Driving More, <laughs> at Driving More uh, on Twitter. All comments down below. Always up for good old Rebby chat. Um, and uh, I, as I said, uh, check out on the channel. We have live post-match reaction to the Highlanders versus Crusaders and the Waratahs versus Rebels uh, this coming weekend. Um, so do catch those. And I'm back here pretty much 8 p.m. most nights. It's all fun, uh, live. Always up for good old chat. And if you do use the money um, kind of comment thing and things, we'll always talk about your comments. Anyway, enjoy whatever rugby you're watching this weekend.